When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brent here from American English with this guy. And today we are going to learn some English sayings you can say to yourself or someone else when they have a tough job to do. When they have something to do that's going to be hard, they don't want to do it. But here are a couple of sayings you can say that might give them some encouragement. And right now there's some work being done on my car. I've made a lesson here before. It was a lesson at a used car lot, but I have an hour to kill, an hour to waste. I have some time on my hands and I thought, why not record an English lesson? It's on my phone. You know, I hope you don't mind, but if you want to learn some English, I'm ready to teach it. So I came to this quiet spot in the parking lot I have my notes. I thought, let's talk about some sayings that we use when there's something that's difficult that has to be done. For example, maybe you, I don't want my notes to go away. The light just went off. I need, I need my notes. Um, let's say you have a day and it's going to be a really hard day. Maybe you have a lot of appointments. Maybe, maybe you're a boss at your work and you have to fire somebody. You have to let them go. In the morning, one thing you could say is this. It's not for the faint of heart. If something is really tough, you can say it's not for the faint of heart. So this day that I have to do, I don't wanna do it. It's not for the faint of heart. Another thing we might say, I've also done an English lesson on a roller coaster. Maybe you go to an amusement park and there's a scary ride. You can say, oh, that ride is not for the faint of heart. If you're afraid of heights, you're not gonna like it. Not for the faint of heart. It means it's going to be tough and uh, you might not like it, but you might just have to do it. Number two, you gotta have a thick skin. You gotta have a thick skin. I teach middle school, 12, 13, 14 year olds. And I'm not sure if you know this, but some of those kids can be mean. They can say some mean things to each other. Luckily, they don't usually say mean things to me. But if someone says something mean to you, you could say, well, you just gotta have a thick skin. What we mean by that is if something is difficult, if it's tough, don't let it worry you. Don't bother you. I hope you don't have a boss at work who's really mean. Hopefully they say nice things to you, but if sometimes they say mean things, we might say, well, you gotta have a thick skin. Thick skin, don't let it bother you. When things get, what is that? I think they're, the car lots over there. I don't know if you heard that. I don't know how good the microphone is on my phone here, but 
They just yelled something out. I hope that didn't interrupt your English learning. But sometimes, hey, when you're when you're filming an English lesson in a parking lot, you gotta have a thick skin. Sometimes they can uh, mess you up here. I gotta be tough and try to get through this lesson. You you need to learn this English, right? Number three is brace yourself. Brace yourself. I think it's Game of Thrones that there's a guy, a meme. If there, if I can find the picture, it's like brace yourself. Winter is coming. I think I think that's it. I'm not a Game of Thrones fan. Are you? Do you like Game of Thrones? If you if you are, you might know this. And if you watch it in English, it's like brace yourself. Something when we brace ourselves, it means we have to get ready for something bad that's going to happen. For example, as my arm gets tired from filming this, um, let's say there's a boxing match. People are hitting each other, some boxers. Well, if somebody knows they're going to get hit, they might brace themselves for the hit. Like, you know, prepare for it, get ready for it. So brace yourself. Maybe you're waking up in the morning and you know you have that bad day. You might say, I need, I need to brace myself for this difficult day. Get ready. Something bad is coming. You, you can handle it. This is something bad's coming. Brace yourself. As I'm filming this, you might be able to see, you know, the leaves are falling off the trees. I need to brace myself for winter. Something that I don't like very much. Speaking of bad things like winter coming, you know what I need to do to get ready for winter? I just need to put my big boy pants on. So, so I'm a, I'm a guy, I'm a man. Maybe you, hopefully you knew that, but I'm a guy. So I would say I need to put my big boy pants on. Pants, you know, one leg at a time. We put our pants on, but you can't put your little kid pants on. You gotta put your big boy pants on to get ready for something that's coming that's gonna be hard. Well, for me, geez, my hand is shaking. I'm gonna to try to do this all in one take. Um, winter's coming. I don't want winter to come. I need to put my big boy pants on. I need to get ready for it. And if you are a female, if you're a lady, if you're a woman, you might say to get ready for this hard day, to get ready for this hard thing that's coming, I just need to put my big girl pants on to get ready for it. I need to put my big girl pants on. Or I'll put my big boy pants on. And the last one, I might have a bonus one, but number five, buckle up, buttercup. Buckle up, buttercup. It, it rhymes. But if you have that hard day, or maybe you have a child that doesn't want to go to school and they're crying and like, I don't want to go to school. You might say, hey, I know it's going to be hard, but buckle up, buttercup. Uh, a buckle, think of like a seatbelt that protects you in a car. Sometimes we call that a buckle as well, the seatbelt that goes over your shoulder to protect you if you get into an accident. They're, they're calling more people out there. Um, buckle up buttercup. A buttercup is a type of flower, but I guess we just say that because it rhymes. But if you need to do something that's hard, you might tell yourself, hey, Buckle up, buttercup. I can do this. This day is going to be hard, but I can brace myself. I can get ready for it. Um, one other thing. This is like a bonus, number six. 
Number six is you just might have to toughen up. Toughen up. I think it's an English phrasal verb, but maybe if someone is having a bad day, they're saying, oh, I can't do it. I can't get through the rest of this day. My boss is so mean. You just got to toughen up. You just got to toughen up. All right. Hope you've enjoyed this English lesson. Hope you've learned a little bit. If you want some more English, right up there, I did an English lesson. I think there's a bug on my forehead. This is my forehead. It keeps getting bigger every day. I'm losing my hair. I'm going bald. But if you want to see more uh, English from this car lot, I did a whole English lesson from this car lot. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Brent here from American English with this guy, and I'm not sure if you can tell, but I'm actually in bed. I've been sick in bed for about the last three days, and it gave me the idea that if you're learning English, you probably want to know how to talk about being sick. So in today's English lesson, we are going to talk about vocabulary words, common sayings, idioms, English phrasal verbs that we use when we talk about being sick. It's about October as I'm filming this and it's the start of cold and flu season. It's cold and flu season. Basically goes from October until probably March here. A lot of people get sick at this time. So in today's lesson, I'm going to focus on the common cold and flu and the symptoms that we have and some of the remedies or ways we fix ourselves from being sick. One thing that always makes me feel better is taking a shower and getting some fresh air outside. So that's what I'm gonna do. And the next time you see me, hopefully I'll be looking a little better after a shower outside, getting some fresh air, and we'll talk about being sick in English. All right. I took my shower, I took my medicine, and now I'm down by the river for a little fresh air. Sometimes that can help when you're sick to get a little fresh air. That's what we call it when you get outside, get out of the house. Maybe you're feeling a little cooped up inside or stuck inside and there's too much stale air. That's the opposite of fresh air. Have you heard that word before, stale? Think about a bag of potato chips, and maybe you open them, but you accidentally leave them open all night. Well, the next day, your potato chips, they're stale. They don't taste good anymore. We can describe air inside, if you've been cooped up, as stale. Not really good if you're feeling sick. Let's talk about symptoms. Those are the reasons you are feeling bad. If you go to the doctor's office, one of the first things they might ask you is what are your symptoms? So let's start this part of the body, right up here. So you might have a stuffy head. Let's talk about that word stuffy for a second. Stuffy is an adjective, <clears throat> but it can also be a verb. So let's say you have a really small car and you need to get a lot of people inside. You might say that you are stuffing them inside. So it's full, just like a stuffy head. It might be full of a bunch of junk up there and it really makes your headache. You, you might have a headache. You could also have a 
a stuffy nose. And that is when your nose is full of stuff. We might call that stuff snot. Not exactly fun to think about, but think about the last time you had a cold and there was a bunch of stuff in your nose, call that stuff snot. But what if the opposite is happening? Your nose isn't stuffy, it's runny, and there is stuff flowing from your nose. We, we could call that snot. We might call it mucus, but mucus can also be found in the throat. Now, right here is your throat. I, I can't point to my throat, but this is my neck. My throat is on the inside of my neck. And sometimes you can have a scratchy throat or an itchy throat, or your throat could be full of mucus. Let's talk about scratchy and itchy. They're, they're basically the same. Let's say I wanted to scratch my shoulder. Hopefully you can see that I'm scratching or itching my shoulder. Well, if your throat is sore, you might say that it's scratchy or itchy, almost like you wanna itch it, but you can't. The same could happen for your eyes. You might have scratchy eyes or itchy eyes. That is sometimes a symptom of being sick. If your throat is itchy or scratchy, you might often have to clear your throat. And this is what it sounds like when someone clears their throat. <clears throat> Almost like you're trying to get that junk or that mucus out from your throat. Sometimes you might have aches and pains all over your body. It's what we call it when your, your body hurts. You have aches and pains. And sometimes your joints hurt. You may be wondering, what's a joint? Well, look at, see my elbow? Where, where it bends like that? Those are your joints. So any place your, your body bends, we call it a joint. And sometimes your joints really hurt if you're sick. Another thing that might happen if you're sick is that you run a temperature or you run a fever. And that is when your body is really hot. Remember, in the United States, we use Fahrenheit to tell temperature. So 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit is the average temperature for the human body. If it goes higher than that, guess what? You're running a temperature or you're running a fever. Well, how do you know if you're running a temperature or a fever? You'll take your temperature with a thermometer. And most of the time with a thermometer, at least these days, we will tuck it under the tongue. If you're running a fever, if your body is really hot, you might get the chills or the shivers. That's when your body is actually feeling really cold. If you're sneezing a lot, and in English we say hachoo, hachoo, that, that's a sneeze. I don't know what it is in your language, but you might need some tissues. If you're as old as I am or older, you might know temperatures were at one time taken a different way, and I don't really wanna go into that, but you could take it under the tongue, you could take it under the armpit, the armpit, can you see that? The armpit is right there, or there's another way that I'm definitely not going to talk about. If you're sick, let's talk about ways to get you better. And we call these things remedies. Now, you might know medicine, 
I took some medicine at the beginning of this lesson. But there are two kinds of medicine here in the United States. There is something we call over-the-counter medicine. Basically, you can go into any store and buy over-the-counter medicine. This, the medicine that I took at the beginning of this video was over-the-counter. I didn't need a doctor's prescription. That's the next kind of medicine. It's usually a little bit more heavy duty. It's a little stronger. And if you take it the wrong way, it could really hurt you. So you'll have to go to the doctor's office and get a prescription for medicine that might work a little bit better. And we call that prescription medicine. You'll often have to get that at the pharmacy. You might also hear one of the best ways to cure the common cold is to get plenty of rest. That means laying in bed a lot. Now, when I say laying in bed, that might actually be grammatically incorrect. But guess what? That's what native speakers say all the time. Like, hey, I'm gonna go lay down in bed. I think lie down in bed is correct, but if you wanna sound more natural, say it the wrong way, like we do here in the United States. If this English lesson is helping you in any way, do you mind hitting that like button? And if you haven't subscribed to the channel, go ahead and subscribe. You might wanna ring that bell so you never miss another English lesson. Another remedy or another way to feel better when you're sick is to drink plenty of fluids or drink plenty of liquids. They're basically the same thing. So lots of water to keep your body hydrated. Maybe some orange juice because some people feel that vitamin C which is in orange juice, will really help you fight that cold. I've talked about the common cold a couple times in this lesson, so I just want to be clear. You can be cold. That's the opposite of hot. And for some reason, when you're sick and you just have the regular aches and pains, stuffy nose, runny nose, stuffy head, we call that the common cold. But a slang term you'll often hear where I live is simply the crud. The crud, it's just, you'll get better in a few days. It's not fun to have, but it just has to run its course. When you say run its course, there's nothing you can really do to fight the common cold. It just has to go through your body and eventually, a few days later, you'll feel better. If you're coughing a lot, and coughing is like this, <coughs> that's a cough, you might take a cough drop. Or if your throat is itchy or scratchy, you might take a lozenge, a lozenge. That's kind of hard to say. It's almost like a cough drop, but it actually helps your throat feel better, a throat lozenge. I hope this lesson helped you with your English. If you're looking for another lesson about being sick, I have one about allergies. Thanks for watching. See you next time.